Welcome to Future of Journalism, a podcast from the Reuters Institute for the Study of Journalism. I'm Federica Cherubini, the Head of Leadership Development at the Institute. One of the big shifts that happened in the world of journalism in the last decade is that the move to a digital, mobile and platform-dominated environment has meant that we have now access to a lot of data about how audiences find and consume our content. In fact, one might say that we are inundated with it. Enter the audience team. These are journalists and audience analytics specialists whose job is to ensure that, as someone once described it to me, the stories find the audiences. And that the journalism is centered around the public from its creation to its distribution. Our guest today is Sophie Ho, News Analytics Assignment Editor at the Washington Post. With her, we'll talk about the advent and expansion of these audience-related roles and how data is used in newsrooms to inform the editorial strategy. Sophie, welcome and thank you for for being with us today. Full disclosure for our listener before we get started. Um, I was an audience editor myself in my previous role before joining the Institute, so I hope you'll forgive me for saying that I'm very excited to be having this conversation with Sophie today. Um, but Sophie, let's start from the basics. Explain to us what does it mean to be a news analytics assignment editor? Um, yeah, happy to kind of walk through this. So um, I'm the news analytics assignment editor at the Washington Post. Um, this is a role that I moved into in the past few months. Um, before that, I was a news audience analyst on the audience team. Um, so broadly, my job is uh, split between two different missions. Um, I act as the primary bridge between the newsroom and the company-wide analytics team. Um, And so a lot of that relationship is uh, elevating the priorities of the newsroom um, to the analytics team and making sure that we're all on the same page in terms of how we measure success and how we build frameworks um, to track our biggest initiatives, storylines, and coverage areas. Uh, The other part of my role is to act as a coach and a trainer to reporters and editors across the newsroom um, and teach them how they can use analytics and metrics in their day-to-day jobs to inform editorial decisions as well as to inform strategy. Um, One large part of my job is to craft the vision for which metrics matter and why, um, as well as building the tools and the training to support our journals at all levels. Can you tell us more about how does the audience team works with the broader newsroom on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, happy basis? to talk through that. So as part of my job, I work within the larger audience department. Um, the audience department at The Post uh, covers a lot of different roles. Um, you know, we have our traditional core social programming team, um, newsletters, an engagement team that focuses on bringing our readers as close to the journalism as possible. And so I work as part of the general department and um, support the teams that are working closely with editors and sections. Um, And really on a day-to-day basis, uh, that can look like a lot of different things. Um, One day I might be working really closely with an editor to go deep into their coverage area, see what has succeeded for them, um, see what they are curious and want to work on for the future. Um, On another day, I might be working with some senior editors to focus on an initiative that spans multiple multiple departments. Um, So it really varies. Um, I think there's a lot of context switching that has to happen um, between the audience team and working with the rest of the newsroom um, in terms of working at, at very high levels with senior editors all the way down to working with reporters um, who are really focused on their specific beat or coverage area. 
And you are a journalist. You joined the post as an engagement editor, but you also work, as you mentioned, closely with technology and you help create several of the internal tools, data tools that you use. Um, I wonder if many, when thinking about data and analytics, imagine the job to be quite a technical one. What are the skills that an audience editor needs That's to have? That's a great question. Um, I think it really depends on what type of newsroom um, the audience team is part of. Um, in my job, there is a level of technical knowledge that I have to have, just in terms of being able to engage in high-level conversations with uh, analytics teams or engineers. Um, so... I did not start um, an audience with a technical background. I came from newspapers, from radio stations, um, from new media initiatives. And so jumping into the post was kind of my first experience um, having a more technical facing role. Um, I think one of the key skills for any audience editor, um, especially one that focuses more within data, metrics, or analytics, um, is the ability to context switch and translate large data sets into insights. Um, and I think that skill is really something that's built up over time. Um, in my role, I had to uh, really learn more technical knowledge, um, and I learned that from acting as a student, um, recognizing what I didn't know, um, and reaching out to mentors outside of the newsroom to guide my way and collaborate with me um, and train me on um, how I could, you know, talk about analytics and data in the same language that editors um, use and also in the same language that the analysts and engineers use across the newsroom. Um, so I think being able to context switch is really important um, and having just a basic understanding of how different teams work and prioritize their values is also very crucial to my job. Um, so much of what I have to do is, uh, you know, provide context to other teams on what the priorities are for the newsroom. Um, on the other side, I provide to the newsroom what the priorities of the analytics team is. And so when you're in those types of bridge roles, being able to navigate many different personalities, many different structures of teams um, and trying to understand, you know, what is the actual key crucial pieces of information every side needs to know in order for us to move forward as, you know, one business, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And, and actually following up on that, I think it would be fair to say that there has been some skepticism, at least a bit in the past in the industry about the use of data in guiding into a decision. So audience editor often make a distinction between being data-led and being data-informed. And to explain it to our audience, that means letting the data dictate in a decision versus using the data to support decisions that are made following several criteria, amongst which, of course, the editorial sense. What are the, some of the ways you found most useful in getting journalists to get more comfortable with the idea of using data to inform that editorial decisions? That is a great um, so whenever I am talking with a reporter or an editor, a senior editor, whoever it is in the newsroom, about analytics, my role for the first time, um, I always frame it with a general philosophy of metrics are an important guide to informing our strategy, but it's not the only guide we look at. Um, I think we are in a great place at the post and where we recognize that data can inform our decisions at every level, um, but we're not in a place where we would necessarily make a decision solely based on our metrics. Um, and so making that distinction very clear, I think to your point um, that we are data informed rather than data driven, um, is one of the ways that I try to break down that initial barrier or uh, initial discomfort when it comes to looking at analytics and metrics. Um, I try to frame using uh, data, looking at um, analytics over time as something that can help empower ideas and strategies. Um, 
our newsroom is so large that so many reporters and editors are in charge of their own strategies um, for their coverage areas, as well as for the story pitches, et cetera. And so framing data as a tool that can help them support their pitches um, or help them find new ideas or understand how their coverage has resonated with subscribers or loyal readers um, has been really key to trying to encourage this cultural shift um, to understand that analytics can be an important tool that we use on our day to day. Um, so I think, honestly, coming and having a comfortable conversation with reporters, uh, trying to frame myself as a resource, um, someone that can talk to, bounce ideas off of, um, as well as someone who can walk them through the data and analytics has helped build more spaces for conversation about how we can use it in a day-to-day. Um, at The Post, we provide a number of different tools for our editors and reporters to see their metrics and data over time. Um, and so we think a lot about how we can scale those tools and make them accessible for everyone in the newsroom. And on the analytics side, we talk a lot about, you know, we have, as you mentioned before, we have so many metrics, we have so much data. Obviously, we are not in a place where we just want to inundate everyone with every single data point. So we think a lot about, okay, if I'm a reporter and this is my day to day, what are the actual numbers I need in order to make a decision for next week or next month? Um, so we think a lot about um, actually giving people the insights that we need and really editing it, editing it down and thinking about, you know, in a similar way that an audience editor thinks about how a reader would consume our journalism and interact with our stories. I think a lot about how every level of the newsroom would interact with analytics and data and what they would take away from it and what they can do next. And you mentioned that, you know, data can be used in very different ways and, and each individual like teams across the newsroom are in charge of their own strategy. Um, so if we have to, you know, thinking about data can help assess performance of content when it's published, as you said, on a day to day, but also thinking about improving distribution, but also commission, improving the commissioning process. Can you tell us a bit more about how you and, and the post and the audience team thinking about these different aspects um, of, of using data. Yes. So um, in terms of how we think about using data for everything from story ideation to pitching to promotion, um, the way that we are structured is our newsroom has teams that are focused purely on curation, thinking about how we push our journalism to our readers um, or having our, having our stories in the places that readers frequent the most. Um, analytics comes in at every single level of that process. Um, we're constantly trying to understand what performed well with us in the past, um, how our subscribers or our general audience have consumed our um, articles. I think one of the things that has consistently been a challenge is while we have a clear idea of what really resonates and succeeds with our audience, trying to find the opportunities that or stories that may not have reached um, quite as large of an audience, but still really resonated with our loyal readers and represent new opportunities for us is still something we're trying to, you know, have a consistent framework and methodology for surfing those types of stories. Um, so we think about trying to understand what succeeded for us, what might represent opportunities that we miss, missed in the past that we could capitalize on the future. And especially for our larger projects and large initiatives, really trying to understand what successes our promotion tactics or distribution tactics have um, for reaching this specific audience. Um, and so one of the things that has been part of my role in working broadly with an audience as well as the rest of the newsroom is really trying to get ahead of 
you know, stories even publishing or being promoted or these projects even launching to kind of understand, all right, we have this large project, large initiative that we're launching. How are we going to frame success? What are, who are the readers you're trying to reach? Where do you think you're going to reach them? Can we come to a collaborative framework now so that when the story publishes and when it's promoted, when it's been out there for readers to consume and to find, we actually have some kind of document or strategy to refer back to. Um, so it really varies just based on whichever team I'm working on, whatever, whatever, what part of you know the story's journey they interact with, um, but really trying to open up more space for those conversations um, and for those strategies uh, to take fruit. You mentioned you touch on 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 the subscription business and and you know how does does how data help you get more subscribers? But most importantly, what how are you thinking about retaining That's um, subscribers? Um, so the post has been investing more in a subscriber first feature, um, and so what that's mean for the news so what what that has meant for the newsroom is trying to think about how we can encourage editors to think about our existing subscriber base our new subscriber base, and retaining the subscribers that we have with us. Um, So in terms of how we think about retaining subscribers, um, one of the things that we've been trying to move towards is understanding what resonates with subscribers on within every single section and every single coverage area within the post. Um, I think the post has a really great reputation for um, breaking news and politics and and, everything. investigation pieces and analysis. Um, But one of the things that we think we want to move forward towards is understanding what resonates with subscribers in the sports section versus the feature section um, versus wellness, et cetera. Um, Because I think over time, we'll need to get to a future where we can empower editors to think of subscriber for strategies for their sections. Um, And so trying to understand what has already succeeded with that group, um, but represents, again, new opportunities for those uh, for subscribers that we might have overlooked in the past because we focused so much on the top performers Um, and really trying to encourage more conversations with editors um, to think about subscribers and refocus to that group has been a large um, focus of the audience team as well as uh, the newsroom generally. Um, in terms of how we think, how we've been thinking about it right now, um, we've been slowly introducing more subscriber data to editors in the newsroom. Um, I think subscriptions data generally is very complicated, um, especially because you, know, you might see increases or decreases based on you know product or marketing features or you know many you know initiatives that happen outside of the newsroom that the newsroom might not have insight into. Um, and so that's been really interesting uh, as we kind of navigate that process. Uh, what does it mean for an editor to see subscriptions metrics? What can they take away from it? Um, and how can we make them feel like they're part of this, you know, larger strategy to really resonate with these readers? Um, and so we're very, um, we're hoping to get to that future where editors feel more empowered. Um, and really, I think right now we're trying to think about how we can get editors on to think about their specific coverage area, how that fits into our general subscriber strategy, and what things and opportunities they might want to look deeper into to resonate with with that readership. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's super interesting. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, what do you think are some of the opportunities that you see in advancing the way we use data, maybe powered by technology, artificial intelligence, to really serve journalism um, to its best potential? That's a great question. 
I think one large opportunity is um, understanding analytics by topic. Um, I think one thing that I came across very quickly when I moved into this role was the limitations of how we understand analytics by section area um, within the post at least. Um, and trying to understand how topics across departments perform with our audience is something that we often have to do on a very manual or ad hoc basis. It's not efficient. Um, it requires a lot of manual work. Uh, and it also, um, but it's when we when we actually do it and we actually provide an analysis of, you know, let's say how, uh, you know, reader service stories perform across the entire site. Those are the analyses that I think editors and reporters are the most interested in because it's how they think of the world as topic area, coverage area, but it's not necessarily how our analytics systems are set up. So I think that there is a huge opportunity there. Um, I know other publishers really rely on taxonomy and tagging structures to push that forward. Um, and I think there's so much opportunity once um, there's so much opportunity once their structures are put into place to power new reader products, um, to understand the reader journey more in depth, and to also hopefully break down silos between different newsroom departments. Um, you know, for, I don't think there is necessarily one topic that is fully owned by a specific newsroom section at the Post. Um, for example, you know, stories about uh, you know, reader service can span every single department, um, but we don't have necessarily a great way to understand it as a topic um, across all of our sections. So I think that there's a huge opportunity there. Um, I think I'm very interested to see where taxonomy and tagging brings us, especially um, with the publications and areas that are examining more artificial intelligence um, approaches um, or trying to think about how they can do it more systematically. Um, I think one big opportunity, though, for the news analytics space, which is so new to the industry, um, is really trying to think about how we serve analytics to our reporters and editors. Um, I think at a place as large as the Post, um, there's so many differing comfort levels in terms of data fluency. Um, some reporters don't think that data they don't want to incorporate data into their strategy because they're focused on something else. Um, other reporters really use it to guide all their decisions. And so I think the big opportunity here is to build a foundation where everyone can fall back on um, and really thinking about the kinds of products and tools that we can build for the newsroom audience to get the data that they need. Um, and I think that's been um, one of our big focuses is to think through how we can build that self-service culture, how we can build that um, culture of just talking about metrics more generally um, and making it easier for people to check it throughout their day and building building a habit of looking at their analytics. Fantastic. Um, I wanted to end with um, a question in, in terms of like, can you give, if you were to give an, a word of advice to a newsroom that maybe doesn't have a big dedicated audience team or especially relies more on third-party um, software to um, power the analytics they have and build stuff in, in, in-house, what would be the, the most important thing for, for a small team that really wants to have a much more data-informed approach? Where should they start? One of the most important things if you're trying to build out more of a news analytics focus on an audience team or in your newsroom in general, I think, is to listen. Um, and what I mean by that is listen to editors, talk to editors and reporters about what their main priorities are. Um, talk to them about how they frame success and impact in their work. 
um, talk to the analytics departments or whatever tools you have available to you to understand how you can map those ideas of success and impact with the actual data that is available to you. Um, I think one of the pitfalls to consider when trying to build out a news analytics space is all the miscommunication that can happen when, you know, one team says that this is a great success because of X, when another team says, actually, that wasn't a success for us because of Y. Um, and I think when you're in a news analytics space, there's so much of that translation that needs to happen. Again, so much of that context switching to be able to determine how every different team contextualizes success and their priorities and values. And so I think it's just really important to start uh, to build a foundation and understanding what those priorities look like across the entire organization. Um, doing that work ahead of time, I think, is very fruitful and successful. Um, before I stepped into this role, a lot of the reason why I think I was able to get into this job is that I had built those connections and those relationships with the teams, just part of my day-to-day -day work. Um, and I was able to step into this role and kind of hit the ground running because I had built my relationships with the analytics team, had built my relationships with engineers, um, editors around the newsroom, and I was able to more easily connect to the dots and connect their priorities and try to move forward for different products and ideas we had in mind. So I think it's just really trying to understand understand how everyone thinks about, you know, what performs well and what doesn't perform well for them um, and really trying to make those conversations feel accessible and inclusive. Um, I think every audience editor probably has, you know, 20 to 30 percent of their job looking at data and analytics. Um, and I think for me, it just was the most rewarding part and the thing that I looked forward to the most. I love to dig into the numbers and kind of find those insights that an editor or someone else might overlook because the data was so dense. Um, so I think it's a really rewarding place, um, but it has to also come from a place of listening and trying to think about how we can be as inclusive as possible. Um, because success shouldn't just be one person's definition of success. It really needs to be a team's approach. Um, so I think, you know, even thinking beyond of what does that team look like? The team is not necessarily the audience department or the politics team. The team is the entire newsroom. Um, so trying to build those lot of relationships, listening, building connections, being a bridge um, can help set that team up for success. Fantastic. Sophie, thank you so much thank for joining so us much today. For having me. Our guest today was Sophie Ho, News Analytics Assignment Editor at The Washington Post. Make sure to follow our podcast channel on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you don't miss the next episode. And if you don't want to miss any news from the Institute, subscribe to our weekly newsletter by clicking the link on our Twitter bio or on our homepage. Thank you for listening to Future of Journalism. I'm Federica Carubini. We'll be back soon.